Do you watch Survivor? If you don't, or maybe you watch season one, which was like over 20 years ago. I can't even believe that. I remember way back in the beginning, it was one of those OG uh, reality TV shows. And reality TV is so normal now that I think we forget what it was like the first time we were watching someone on TV as themselves. Welcome to Sincerely Future You, a podcast for female entrepreneurs looking to scale their business by mastering their time, money, and drama. I'm your host, Jessica McKinley, founder of What's Happening Coaching, a life coaching program that helps ambitious women like you make decisions today with the future you in mind. Hi, guys. Welcome back this week. I am so ready to hear your goals for the year. Can you please just DM me? Just DM me one goal on Instagram or sign up for a discovery call just to be like, hey, I've been listening to the podcast and I just want to tell you my goal because you said to. I just want to connect with more of you guys. I say this a lot, but the podcast to me is one of those sad things, sad social platforms where you get to know me so well and I just don't get to know who my listeners are as well as I would like to. So just connect with me, please leave me a review and like even just tell me one thing that you took away from the show. I just want to say that before we started because I'm feeling so connected to you guys because I'm just thinking about how cool it is that now that I'm recording this, you guys are going to listen to it and then you're going to have thoughts that are going to create your feelings and drive your actions in your day and create results. And I won't even know about it. It's just not fair. Okay. So let me in on it. All right. Now we're going to dive into the topic of the day, which is the lessons that I learned from binge watching Survivor while I was sick in my pregnancy. Oh my gosh, you guys. Do you watch Survivor? If you don't, or maybe you watch season one, which was like over 20 years ago. I can't even believe that. I remember way back in the beginning, it was one of those OG uh, reality TV shows. And reality TV is so normal now that I think we forget what it was like the first time we were watching someone on TV as themselves. And we actually started to mesh and forget. You know, we look at celebrities in this way where there is this thing, they're not playing themselves. So we can kind of distance it. But when people play themselves, it's such a raw and vulnerable experience. And I think that we can be really desensitized to the fact that, like, the emotions that they're having are still really real. So what I love about this show, aside from the fact that like it's one of the only reality TV shows that I do enjoy, I love American Idol as well, sucker for all the sing-song ones um, and the sing-off, loved that, obviously. But I really take away some life lessons. When I was sick and then when I got COVID right after being sick from the pregnancy nausea, I couldn't do anything. I don't really watch too much TV in my normal life, but this was a stretch where I had nothing else to really do. And I didn't have the capacity to work in the normal way that I would if I was just stuck at home. So I watched Survivor and I couldn't help but think about you guys again and how what they were going through in this little microcosm experiment of the show of Survivor was just 
a small scale of the way that life really works when we're shooting for a goal that feels impossible. So the show, the premise, for those of you who really don't know, is that there are 20 people on an island together and they have to outwit, outplay, and outlast each other. So there's a physical challenge component. And then there's the social game where they have to like get to know their tribes and establish alliances. And then eat every three days for 40 days, they have to vote someone off of the island. And, you know, over the seasons, there's been twists and turns and just different elements they add to the show, but that's the basic premise. So it's really crazy because you're surviving. You have to, you only get, they give you a little bit of rice and per day and water. That's it. About a a cup of rice a day, not like a meal, like a day. It's crazy. And so they are really at their, at their worst. And I started to think about how I was in the beginning of my business. It felt like someone handed me a cup of rice and water a day to try and build this million dollar business, right? Which is the goal. The winner of Survivor wins a million dollars. And I think, you know, what makes it so rewarding in the end, it's a really emotional show. You see them go along and just cry because they win in a challenge. Maybe they win like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for their team for the day. And they cry or they, at the end, when it's around top six or top eight, they bring in a family member to see them for like 15 minutes. Like it's not even that long. And everybody loses it. They haven't seen their their family and maybe at this point, like 35 days or so, which isn't that long. Like I've gone that long without seeing my loved ones. But when you're stripped down, right, it's just, I can't say enough how much I felt like this is what it's like when you embark on the journey of building a business from scratch. It feels like you against the world in the beginning. It feels like you have no tools and just no idea what you're doing. And it feels so far away, our goals. And it feels like there's just way more failures than there are successes. There's way more struggle than there is reward. And that's true. So what I wanted to share with you was my takeaways from what I saw the people that succeeded during these really tough times and during their own strategies in both the social game, which we have in our business as well, right? With our clients, how do we navigate these conversations, sales conversations, obviously, but also you know, people questioning our processes or as we're trying to tweak them and build their own belief in them, we have other people questioning them. So how do you navigate that in a really authentic way? And then how do you outwit as in your competition, right? How do you stand out? How do you differentiate yourself in your industry? And then outlast, how do you just not freaking give up? And I, I just, every single thing about watching Survivor felt like the entrepreneurial journey to me. And I, I obviously it would to me because I'm like one of those people that would go into the Rorschach blot thing in therapy and see those like black images and be like, yeah, that's like uh, a consult. You know, I obviously am going to see 
that for you guys. But I wanted to share with you just a couple of themes in the show that I really feel like would help you when you're feeling like it's you against the world in a battle for a million dollars. The first one is to trust your gut. They say that a lot in Survivor. And it's something that basically when they go to tribal council, which is the the part where they have to decide who they're going to vote for, a lot of them have to make a split second decision based on what other people are kind of saying out loud before they vote. And a lot of them change their minds or they they lean on what another person is saying and they don't they go against their gut and they don't necessarily play the safe move or they don't do the risky move because they don't trust themselves. I think that there's going to be a time in our business for all of us where we have to kind of decide whether or not we're going to make an investment or um you know go on stage and commit to an opportunity if we're not sure that we're ready yet. And I don't necessarily think that there's a right or a wrong answer for a lot of these decisions because we can't know the outcome until we do the thing, right? So the best way for you to know if it's the right decision, they say in Survivor, they call it trust your gut. For me, the way I describe it is to make a decision and then have your own back. That's what I think trusting your own gut is, right? It's like, okay, what do I want to do in this case? You might not be a hundred percent. It's just a gut feeling. And then your job as an advanced decision maker is to have your own back. There's no right decision, but it's the decision that you make right. Okay. Survivor lesson number one, trust your gut. Survivor lesson number two, people at their core are humans first. They respond to their emotions. They need to be heard. Sometimes I think we forget about this when we're making a sale or when we're on a consult or when somebody is showing up in a way that's like really, really business, even with our employees, right? I think, you know, we are trying to um, show up and maybe get a certain result and we're looking at the action, like, what can I do? to create this result. And what I want to remind you guys all the time is that the most successful people in business and in life are the ones who are able to connect with whoever they're working with on a human level. In business, you hear a lot right now, trending is like, no like, and trust, right? So do you have that? Have you built that? And the way to do that is to listen, is to Make sure that you're asking high quality questions to your audience, to your current clients, to your future clients. If you're just going out there telling them, this is what you should do, this is what you should sell, it doesn't mean that you can't have confidence and make your offer all the time. You should do that. But we're making our offer from a place of having already asked and listened to our audience, right? So I I think that. I've said this before, but one of my missions, not just this year, but in my life is to make feelings not a dirty word in business. I want people to be like, oh yeah, hiring people in corporations to go in and take the emotional temperature of the company, to take the emotional temperature of their client, to understand what emotion the client needs to feel or feels most often before they buy something. 
this is the human element of business, right? We say it all the time, but business isn't personal, but it is emotional, okay? And when you forget this, you are dead in your journey. When you are in touch with what your clients are feeling, this is why I say all the time to you guys, like, I get it if you're feeling scared before you invest. I always feel kind of uneasy or a pit in my stomach or like I'm going to throw up before I make an investment or do something that I've never done yet in my business. That's totally normal. It's important for me to know that you guys feel that. So I'm not like, it's okay. It's okay. And trying to like rush you or gloss over the fact that you're feeling fear. No, I have to acknowledge it. And I have to, you know, get on your level and just say, I've been there too, or it's totally okay for you to feel fear. It doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you or that you're doing it wrong or that you need to not make this decision, right? So make sure that you are tapping into the human first element of the business. That is lesson number two. Lesson number three I learned from Survivor is that actions create trust. Words create intrigue. So. Obviously, we can tell someone all day long that our product or service is great. It's great. It's great. This is what I'm going to do for you. We can tell you, but to me, I don't buy a service until I can see proof, right? What are they doing in their program? To me, a money back guarantee is an action. It's like putting my money where my mouth is, right? Like I can tell you all day long, this this program is so valuable, but how can I prove to you that I really, really believe that? I don't, I honestly, I think that a program that doesn't have a money back guarantee is one that is not that concerned about the percentage of results that their clients are getting as their business is scaling. The more clients someone has, if like they're like, well, I don't need to do a money back guarantee because I have lots of demand. To me, I'm like, this is when you should be doing a money back guarantee, right? When you are scaling in a way that really, really makes sure it accounts for scaling without losing the uh, success rates of your clients. So in Survivor, right? Like people can say like, oh, we're aligned, we're aligned. And then at tribal council, depending on who they vote for, they will will vote uh, and that will prove where their alliances are. So you really need to just make sure that your actions are proving to your clients, to your employees, right? It's like, this is why we set up with you in our program. We make sure that you are not just deciding, oh, okay, I don't want to do that again. You create policies around it, right? So that you can make sure that as you grow in your business, as you evolve, you have more and more solid policies that you are making sure are consistent and you're consistent in your actions and not just your words. Okay. The next lesson I learned is it comes down to how bad you want it. So there's always a point in Survivor where they start to test people's desire for their goal. They will do be doing a physical challenge and it'll always be like past the halfway mark where they're they're kind of starving, right? And they're like really want food. And they'll say, okay. This is an immunity challenge, meaning you can't be voted off if you win. But if you want, you can step down from your pain and you can have a cookie, 
if you want this, but you give up immunity. And every time someone steps down for this, I'm always like, are you kidding me? What are you here for? Are you here for cookies? You could have sat on your couch for that. Or are you here to win a million dollars? Are you here to compete? Remind yourself, do a check in with yourself right now. What are you here for? Are you here for a breezy, easy emotional experience? Then what are you doing as an entrepreneur, right? This is about growth. What the reason why you hapsters are my favorite human beings on earth is because, because you get that the 50, 50 coin in your pocket, the type of 50, 50 that you want to experience in this human one pass around earth is the one where the positive experiences are growth and blowing your own mind. But the negative experiences are going to be challenge and struggle and fear and discomfort. And I just am always blown away by the people who like come to this experience and then they go towards the comfort and the instant gratification. So if you're doing that in a cycle, you're coming, you're saying you want this, but then at every chance you get for comfort, you're choosing that, you're putting yourself in a situation where you're really like, you're choosing the positive emotion first and you're never going to reap that positive reward. Life is always going to be 50-50, right? So it's going to come down to how bad you want it. And by it, I do mean that version of 50-50 because the result at the end of the day is not the point. The point is how badly do you want to show yourself what you are freaking made of? How badly do you want to grow? How badly do you want to blow your own mind? It's the best experience in the world. Okay. The next lesson I learned from Survivor is what are you willing to do that someone else isn't? So there are things called immunity idols in the show where they are just like hidden on the island and you can go and look for them, but you have to kind of do it in this sneaky way. So most people do it when other people are sleeping. Now you're sleeping on like bamboo and the dirt and there's like spiders. It's like craziness. So you're already exhausted to begin with. So the people that go and they find these idols are always the people that are willing to do something that the other people aren't willing to do. They're willing to wake up at dawn and go and look for these idols. And when I, when I see, or they're willing to, you know, stay in the immunity challenge when other people are stepping off the challenge for a cookie. It's like, what are you willing to do that the, your competitor is not willing to? And this is something that you can do in a way that doesn't have to be like hustly or showing up from this, like, self-sacrifice type of way, but it can be very aligned with understanding that you're focused on the positive that you want to reap rather than the positive that you want to just go towards an, an instant gratification type of way. So you can hack your own brain. And we talk about this a lot in happening sessions so that you can set up your day-to-day and your schedule in a way where you're intentionally collecting failure towards, and we have a worksheet that you guys actually do called failure collection, where you're setting up your 30 days so that you can set up your daily um, goals so that you are incorporating without having to think too much about it every day, that 
failure collection, which is the only way that you grow and get better and learn. Okay. So are you willing to do that when other people just aren't, they don't want to even hear the word failure. The next lesson is never give up. So it just sounds so obvious when it comes to this, but if you never give up, you never lose, right? Like you just, it's not over until you win. I love that Les Brown quote. It ain't over until I win. The way he says it too, right? He just never gives up. Think that too, like you're going to be tested. So how far are you willing to go? And the other thing is, is I think when you let go of that plan B of like, oh, I'll just go until I see whether I can make it or not. It's like, there is no plan B. Burn that bridge and just say like, I'm just going to take as long as it takes. And that's why I said to me for myself too, as long as it takes for me to make a million dollars, I'm not in a rush, right? So I think that's the, the other way to translate never give up is to stop being in a rush to hit your goal. It's like, if you're willing to go as long as it takes, then you're not in a rush, which actually allows you to do the thing that you might be stressing over it being a big make or break decision, right? Second to last one is if you can't explain yourself with clarity, simplicity, and conviction, the rest of the effort is useless. So at the very end, the top three people have to do a final tribal council where they explain to the rest of the jury, the people that they voted off, why they deserve a million dollars. And the people on Survivor have to vote for you. Some people completely forget about this, right? It's like, if you can't explain what your value is so clearly, if you cannot explain the result to your client that they will get when they either buy your product or your service. And if you cannot explain the process in a doable, simple, easy way, then you will not be able to convert in the way that you want. So copy is super important. This is another thing that we work on in coaching. And another thing I do want to say about it though, is it's not scripts. I would never give you guys scripts. I say all the time, it's not what you say or how you say it. It's what you feel when you say it. And then that mixed with being very clear and understanding and knowing your client, right? It's being in in tune with their emotions and what they actually want so that you can explain that in an easy way. Finally, the very last one is what I call the let go. So that is that place right in the model between the actions and the results. You've created your thought plan. You've created your feelings plan for your business. You've created your action plan and you're executing them. Sometimes the results are not going to come tomorrow. You still have to kind of sit and wait. I'm in that in January because I'm just coming off of a month and a half two months of not selling intentionally because of being so sick. And now that I'm back, it's like, I have to build that momentum again. I have to reconnect with my audience. I have to remind them, hey, this is what I'm selling now. And this is why it's valuable to you. And I am working really hard right now. And the results are not quite matching my actions, but I've been here before. I know what happens between the action line and the result line. If I start to focus in and strangle the result line, if I start to strangle what needs to happen, what I'm actually saying is that I need the result to happen on my time 
or I will start to doubt my belief in it. And when you really believe that your goal is inevitable, your million dollar business or your program selling out or your products flying off the shelves, when you believe that after you take all of your action, you can let go of the need for it to happen on your terms. Let the universe play its role. Let the timing happen. And of course, at the end of each month, we evaluate and we see what worked and what didn't work and what the actual results were. But in that space, you get to like deepen your trust by leaning back, showing that you really believe in the calm and letting go. Okay. All right. I know that this was a weird episode, but that's because I've been in a weird place. You guys stuck on the couch watching Survivor for a while. If you're not watching Survivor, get your butt on even on Netflix. They only have three seasons there, but they're the best ones. So go over there and check out Survivor and you'll thank me later. And if you're a super Survivor fan who just found this podcast because you typed in Survivor and you found it, also connect with me on Instagram because I just love talking about Survivor. Um, Instagram is uh, what's happening, WJS. My favorite all-time Survivor player is Sandra, the queen, Obvi. And all right, you guys, I cannot wait to connect with you. You've been told like seven times in this podcast that we need to have a chat, so... If I don't get a lot of DMs today, I'm going to be very upset, which is really sad. Uh, but don't worry. I've let go of the need for it to happen today. I'll look for your DM tomorrow. Have a great day, you guys. Hey, hapsters. If you want to learn more about today's topic, head over to whatshappening.com forward slash podcast. That's what's happening, W-H-A-T-S-H-A-P-P-Y-N-I-N-G.com forward slash podcast. If you're a business owner and you're resonating with what we talk about here, what are you even doing? Come hang out with me over where the party's at on Instagram at what's happening, W-Jets. Again, that's happy, H-A-P-P-Y-N-I-N-G. And book a discovery call to see if coaching is your next best step.